When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. It's time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. Here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on, faithful? Welcome back to another episode of the 49ers Rush Podcast. I am your host, as always, John Chapman. And I wanted to do something different today because, obviously, the 49ers didn't have a game this week. Uh, Even though they didn't have a game this week, still lots of injuries. Uh, In fact, we have added to the list of injuries given it's not physical injuries it is covid um we now have nine players on the covert covid ir reserve list which we're going to go through those in detail and they're not small players literally or figuratively and that hurts big time the 49ers also have made a handful of roster moves nothing of major significance and we have updates finally to the um Kiko Alonso's Quan Alexander trade, what the conditional fifth terms are, eh, not clearly defined, but there is some stuff coming out, and we're going to talk through those. But the primary emphasis of today's episode, and shout out to the Countdown crew. I see everybody representing strong today. Thank you, thank you. What's up, Eduardo? Wonderful to be with you today. We're going to be going over the top five players of the 2020 season thus far. We're 10 weeks in. Just got off the bye week, I guess 11 weeks in, but 10 games in. Um, Matt Mayoko put out an awesome piece um, over at NBC, which he always does, one of my favorite followers for 49ers content. And I just wanted to piggyback kind of on his idea and talk through the top five players thus far, again, through 10 games for the 49ers. Now, if if the question was finding five players that have played 10 games, that would be a whole nother thing, which would be very, very hard to find. But I, I digress. Let's jump up here and let's talk a little bit about the roster moves that took place. First off, Tack McKinley, who we signed, uh, failed to physical for us, and we went ahead and waived him. He's since been picked up by the Las Vegas Raiders. Almost had Oakland Raiders there. It's going to take some getting used to that one. But we knew he wasn't going to pass the physical. That wasn't in question. He already failed the physical before us at Cincinnati. But it did seem like this year probably wasn't going to be much of a possibility. 
And the 49ers were needing help. And, you know, he was carrying with him an $870,000 price tag against the cap. The money's not really the issue. It's just the cap numbers. That's the issue. And so they decided, you know what? Well, let's kind of go away from that. They went ahead and waived him. He gets picked up by the Raiders. And what's kind of funny, a little bit of humor here. If you look at Tack McKinley's Twitter account, the last six messages are thank you atlanta for allowing me to achieve a lifelong dream i'll forever be thankful to the fans and the team of atlanta then congratulations cincinnati let's go then he gets waved the next tweet just want to say thank you to cincinnati for helping me achieve a lifelong dream then let's go san francisco then guess what exactly verbatim it's almost like the old Mad Libs whenever you were a kid, right? He literally copied and pasted the exact same message each time for each city, and he just posted today his Las Vegas Raiders one. But I wish him the best uh, in the future. Now, we did wave Kiko Alonso, which was one of the pieces of the Quan Alexander trade. Now, if you remember back to when we did our podcast right after that, I said... Kiko Alonso will never take a snap for the 49ers. He was only a part of the piece for the salary reconstruction to make it work for the Saints. Uh, basically, we just took that contract off their hands because they're taking uh, Quan Alexander in that insane contract for 2021, 2022, 2023. So we waived Kiko Alonso with a failed physical. No big deal there. We just had to do those just to make it work. Now, the Quan conditional deal, it was always called a conditional fifth round pick. But we never really got a lot of information out about what it was going to be. Um, well, some of that information that we know of now, it's tied to injuries and playing time, which we would have assumed. However, we still don't have the specifics on that. That I don't know why the NFLPA usually releases these, but it's still not out. So let's update just kind of where um, what that means. So if, let's say hypothetically Quan Alexander gets injured. Okay, and he's done for the rest of this year. That means that fifth round pick will move to a whole nother year later. So we're getting a fifth round pick no matter what. It just depends on the year. If he meets Quan Alexander for the Saints, meets the playing conditions in terms of this deal, we get a 2021 fifth rounder. If he doesn't, so let's say he got injured next week and he didn't play anymore this year, that's going to bump it all the way to 2022 fifth rounder. So we want to continue being uh, Quan Alexander fans because we need that fifth-round pick. Now, just updating on the two games that he has played for the Saints so far, man, he's well on his way. His very first game against the 49ers, he played over 60% of the snaps, did have three missed tackles against the 49ers. Uh, he had that one awesome tackle for loss, which was huge. Not trying to downplay that, but... He's not playing well. <laughs> he was the second worst defender out of 20 against the 49ers, according to Pro Football Focus. And then last week, he played even more snaps, 74%, and was a little bit more closer to the average. Um, he already has three missed tackles in two games, which, uh, you know, Quan Alexander throughout the course of his career has been one of the highest missed tackle percentages at around 11% on the year. And he's actually trending better than he has in previous years, which to me is bananas. But anyway, currently, for 49ers fans, what's important about this, it does seem like currently the 49ers will be getting an additional 2021 fifth-round pick. Now, that's huge because, one, draft picks are going to be at a premium this year. 
because of the salary cap. Salary cap's going to be trash next year. Not going to be a lot of free agent spending. It's just not going to happen. Um, so you need those picks. So currently, the 49ers do not have a third-round pick. That was used for Trent Williams. Uh, amazing trade that we completely ripped. We hosed the Washington football team. But we will have two additional fifth-rounders and two additional seventh-rounders. So two total fifths, two total seventh. Let me make sure I said that correctly. So that's good. Our draft capital is looking good. Not like last year where we didn't have a second, third, or fourth round pick. That got a little crazy. Now let's talk COVID. Every team in the NFL circles their bye week. Because the whole concept is, man, you circle that. What do we have to do to sustain and kind of, you know, get through some things till our bye week? And then after our bye week... We get our players back healthy, then we go for a playoff push. Well, unfortunately, 2020 continues to be a gut punch for the 49ers. Not only do we have the most players on IR, not only do we have the most salary cap represented by players on IR, not only do we have the most missed games um, across the NFL by injured players, now COVID, we are at the forefront. We have nine players currently on the COVID reserve list. It all started with Eric Armstead. Eric Armstead goes on. Then we had some close contact calls. Javon Kinlaw goes on. Brandon Ayuk goes on. That's three starters. That's three prominent starters. Um, Ayuk has already missed one game because of a close call. And again, now we're into the territory where we don't even know if it's a close contact or if it's an actual person who has contracted COVID-19. So uh, because of the rules of NFLPA and releasing all this stuff, the only way you can find out is if the player themselves comes out and says, oh, yes, I have COVID or the agent. So we don't know. But currently, four out of five top defensive linemen have COVID-19 or are on the COVID-19 reserve. DJ Jones, starter. Eric Armstead, as I said, starter. Javon Kinlaw, starter. Jordan Willis, who is not a starter, but would be if Eric Armstead is out. He's our number three defensive end but, uh, behind Kerry Hyder and Eric Armstead. Deion Jones would be the fourth. So the fact that you are missing three out of four of your starting defensive linemen, that hurts big time. Now, offensively, we already talked about Trent Williams. His impact has been insane. As we go through our top five players, we're going to be talking about him and showing some highlight films um, and cut-ups of his play. We have already seen what happens when Trent Williams is out. You go back to that Green Bay Packers game, it got ugly really, really quick because of one position. I'm with you, Mr. Superfly. 2020 is trash. It is awful. We were able to put in our backup, Justin School, who looked great in 2019, but got abused by the Packers, gave up three quarterback hits, led to two interceptions, uh, goes on and on and on, drive killer, drive killer, drive killer. That can't happen this week against the Rams. The Rams play tonight. They're playing here in a few hours. The 49ers, however, will have had 14 days to prepare for a Rams team they have already beaten this year. We'll go over some playoff scenarios here in a second. But the idea is this. Without Trent Williams, and he is the number one guy on this list, you, Eric Armstead, very important. Javon Kinlaw, very important. Brandon Ayuk, beyond important. But with the returning of Debo and a lot of other pieces, Trent Williams is the one that you have to put an asterisk next to. Um, you know, and again, you compound that issue with Brandon Ayuk and three out of four defensive line starters out. That's not going to be okay. Now, the timelines are unknown. 
because of the dates that all of these players were reported to have uh, coming down with the virus, all still have the possibility of playing this Sunday. Hopefully, we get them all back, but hopefully, at least we get some back. Continuing on with some of the lesser-known players, Horanis uh, Grosu, our backup center, um, he is on the COVID-19. Joe Walker, a special teams player, backup linebacker, and Daniel Helm, the longtime practice squad up-and-down player, tight end, fullback, H-back type player. He is on COVID-19 as well. So that's nine, nine players. And the 49ers roster is already <laughs> ridiculously uh, trimmed. We don't even have a 53-man active roster. We were at 45 earlier this week, and now with all these players, I'm sure we're down closer to 40. Now, I do not expect the 49ers to make a lot of free agent acquisitions because even if you do, they can't play this week. You have that five- to six-day um, kind of period where they have to test and go through all that, and they won't even be able to practice. So I don't think we're going to see a lot of roster additions, maybe one or two small ones with players that are familiar with the 49ers uh, playbook and system that can step in on short notice in emergency situations. But anyway, that's where we are. And yeah, it sucks. Uh, this is where we are. It's, it's not a good place to be. And you look across the league. This week is already shaping up. The Thursday night game is already under question. I think they will try to press forward. But this is the week. The next two weeks, mind you, you look at COVID numbers across the United States, they're at an all-time high, all over the world, really. This is where we get into where games are going to start to be canceled. Now, whenever that does happen, and it will happen, it's, it's looking like we're getting close to that time period. Uh, let's look at the silver lining. The playoff contingency plan, plan C, <laughs> is if they have to cancel meaningful games, which, for example... The 49ers versus the Rams, that's a meaningful game for playoff consideration. The Rams currently are the eighth team or the first team out of the playoffs. 49ers are still in the playoff hunt, two games out. We'll talk about this later on the podcast. If this happens, the 49ers has a con or the NFL has a contingency plan in place that would shift from seven teams getting into the playoffs to eight, which would benefit the 49ers, who currently they are sitting at, guess what, eh, right at number nine. So one spot out of that contingency factor. Not saying we're going to get there, but it does look like a possibility. Um, real quick question from Mr. Superfly. says, are we cutting D after the season? Talking about D Ford. Yes, I think D Ford will be cut. Um, the longer he goes without even activating his practice window, being on IR, that is problematic. Uh, the only opportunity that D Ford has to come back next year because his contract is insanity is if he goes out and proves he can still play at that high level. Needless to say, injuries have been paramount in his career with the 49ers. Um, the sad thing is, and I think probably the, the most sad thing about D Ford is we saw how great he could have been with Eric Armstead and Nick Bosa. Uh, unfortunately, that was short-lived. It was a little bit of a flash, and then it was gone. Um, so that, that's, that's rough. Um, let's see here. Let's move on now. Let's talk about our top five best players. And again, this was brought on by Matt Mayoko of NBC. He is great. So we're going to start at number five and count our way up. Number five, our number five player of the 2020 season through 10 games. None other than the hustle man himself, Peekaboo, 
Kerry Hyder, uh, one of my favorite uh, sack celebrations. He does the uh, now you see me, now you don't with his hands like a little kid. His name is Kerry Hyder Jr. Hyder, he's hiding. You got to love it. This guy has completely balled out. Insanity what he has been able to do. 33 tackles, five and a half sacks, 13 quarterback hits, six tackles for loss. Um, I mean, it, it, and this was a guy that was the last player, one of the last players to make the roster, the active 53-man roster. And who would have guessed he'd turn out to be one of the most important pieces of the 2020 season? Our D-line has not been good. They have been very, very suitable against the run game. But Kerry Hyder above anybody else. Five and a half sacks on this defensive line whenever he was an afterthought. If you go back to if everybody's healthy on our roster, listen to this defensive end rotation. Nick Bosa, one. Eric Armstead, two. D Ford, three. Ronald Blair, four. Ezekiel Ansa, five. Then it was number six, Kerry Hyder. Well, whenever four out of the five people that were ahead of Kerry Hyder were gone by week two, it became very, very important early on that Kerry Hyder was going to be a piece, a very valuable piece and a starting piece, and he has lived up to every single expectation. Hopefully, Kerry Hyder is going to be back in the 2021 year, but he's not going to be cheap. Uh, teams are going to want this guy because he just continues to show out each week. He has the 11th most pressures in the NFL, according to Pro Football Focus, and on top of that, because he's such a complete defensive end, the six most solo run stops for an edge player. The guy shows up and shows out consistently every single game. And his hustle, his effort, it's bananas every single play. So what I wanted to do now is I want to go to one of my favorite clips all year, one of my favorite plays. Uh, again, we do this over at um, Patreon, just patreon.com, 49ers Rush Podcast. You can join us there. It's eight bucks a month. Uh, this is one of the breakdowns that we did um, on the game film. So let's see it. Uh, Peekaboo himself, Mr. Kerry Hyder Jr. Beat it up just a little bit. But, man, this is awesome. This is good football. This is really good defensive football against a very bad offensive team. And we see it there. Let's pay attention to the coverage here. Nice. I mean, he's got somebody wide open right there. Backside. Nice, nice, nice. All right, let's see. Kerry Hyder, baby. You can't stop him. You can only hope to contain him. Look at him run the arc. Look at the bend. Look at him grabbing cloth. Kerry Hyder. Kerry Hyder. That is awesome. Man, he has stepped up so great. Oh, he does the Bosa. He does the Bosa shrug. He does the Bosa shrug. <laughs> it, it, I mean, how incredible is that, right? He finally gets it, and that was week three. So you played the Jets week two. Week three, you play the Giants. Bosa goes on IR, season-ending IR, with his torn ACL after week two. Your first sack. This is a guy that has been fighting for a paycheck, fighting for a job. He finally shows out, gets his, you know, gets the sack, and what does he do? He pays tribute to Nick Bosa. Hey, what the hell, man? This guy, uh, he is the epitome of what the 49ers are. Uh, I really hope that we're going to have him around for a long time. All right, let's move on to number four, the Iceman himself. What does it mean to be smooth? You don't have to look much further than our wide receiver picked in the first round, Brandon Ayuk. The dude is incredible. He looks insane. You put the ball in his hands, and again, we'll show a clip here in a little bit. 
But whenever you look at what he is able to accomplish, it's nothing short of amazing. Now, he has missed two games. He missed week one. Then he had the COVID scare. He's only played in eight games. But keep in mind, you look at his numbers. He is second for the 49ers currently in targets, receptions, and yards. Only behind George Kittle. George Kittle's only played six games and still leads the 49ers in all of those categories. But the numbers for Brandon Ayuk speak for themselves. 35 receptions on 56 targets. 446 yards with three touchdowns receiving. But he's done stuff on the ground as well. Five rush attempts for 61 yards. That's over a 10-yard average per rush. And two rushing touchdowns. He is the first rookie wide receiver in NFL history to score back-to-back -back games with a rushing touchdown. Uh, you look at Pro Football Focus where he measures up against not only rookie wide receivers, but wide receivers in general. He is currently Pro Football Focus number 17 wide receiver in the NFL. Now, he has missed time, and everything hasn't been amazing, but it doesn't take much for you to stop and see that Brandon Ayuk belongs in the NFL. This rookie wide receiver class is bananas. It is great. Uh, from Justin Jefferson uh, to C.D. Lamb to, you know, you go on and on and on. But make no mistake, Brandon Ayuk belongs at the very, very top of all of those lists, especially whenever you consider the fact he hasn't played very much with his quarterback. He is putting up these numbers <laughs> with Nick Mullins and C.J. Beathard. Sky is the limit for Brandon Ayuk, who is already, with Debo out, with George Kittle out, the number one focus of every single defense he plays whenever you look at the passing game. Yet he has still con continued to put up yardage, 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 and first downs and touchdowns. The kid has been incredible. I call him the Iceman. I'm the only person that does. I don't care. I'm not a person that needs a lot of people to follow me. But whenever you see this kid play, he passes the eye test. Whatever it is, he has it. He is so smooth. Once the ball gets in his hand, he just glides. That's why I call him the Iceman. Because it, it just he's on a different... Physics do not apply. So let's jump now to a real quick clip of Brandon Ayuk just sliding around. This is one of the end arounds. I think this counted as a pass. But again, just whenever I saw this play... Yeah, I'm going to play it for you here in a second. You just, it's so exciting. You, you can see the possibility of what this kid can create on his own. So here we go. Without further ado, Brandon Ayuk, the Iceman. Little jet sweep toss. <laughs> Kyle Hughes check. Oh, my God, I love you. Watch Juice. Sit down. <laughs> he gets impregnated. <laughs> Watch how he brings his feet. It's not enough to get the block. Okay. So he makes contact. His head's on the right side. Now it's a kickoff block. But what Kyle Juszczyk does better than most is he brings his feet and drives. It doesn't stop. Oh, the cut is incredible. Obviously, let's see the blocking on the outside here. God, that's incredible. Debo's so good. Oh, that's not Debo. That's Brandon Ayuk. My bad. Get it, Ayuk? He just glides. He just glides. We're going to see a lot more of this the next two weeks with Debo out. Just glide. Just like Silver Surfer, man. Just It's, it's just so smooth and easy, everything he does. 
just taking space. Ooh, love it. Love it. It's a 20-yard gain. All right. Uh, and that the idea that you could think it was Debo for a second there, I, I think is a testament to this rookie. Now, you look at just what does this look like for him in the future? What do we take away from Brandon Ayuk heading into 2021? If you can ever, and again, this might be a huge if, but imagine George Kittle. Imagine Debo. Imagine Raheem Mostert. All of these players out there, man, it's going to happen. And he doesn't have to be one of those wide receivers that has to put up 100 yards each game. That's not who he is. That's not who he has to be in this offense. He could do that, but no, he's a complimentary piece. He's not going to be our number one wide receiver. That's going to be Debo. Now, when it comes to pass catching and pass routes and all those things, I would he's way past Debo with route running, complexity, all of those things. Way past Debo. Debo will be the wild card piece, and Ayuk will be the primary receiver. Very, very excited uh, about this. Oh, I love it. We got a Thanksgiving question. I got to jump in here real quick from Matthew. Critical question, stuffing or mashed potatoes? Here's the thing, Matthew. I'm a weirdo, buddy. Uh, the plate for Thanksgiving is designed to be mixed up. So if you're taking a bite of mashed potatoes and there's not stuffing inside that bite, you are doing it wrong, sir. Inclusivity. Bring it all together. It all needs to be mixed up. I know I'm a gross person, but that's just me. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Matthew, for the uh, the food question. I love it. Mashed potatoes are fire, so are stuffing. But again, you got to mix it all together. Got to mix it all together. All right. Let's go to our number three player of the 2020 season and a possible comeback player of the year. Now, because of Alex Smith, there's no doubt the comeback player of the year has already been decided. Alex Smith literally almost died, almost lost his foot, his entire leg, have you. I think it was 16-plus surgeries, infection, all that stuff. Alex Smith is the comeback player of the year. However, if he wasn't, it would come down to two players that are still on our list, Jason Verrett and Trent Williams. Jason Verrett has missed three if you count last year, four season-ending surgeries, uh, injuries. Now, last year, he battled back. He got four snaps in, got burnt on back-to-back -back plays, and then benched for the rest of the year on IR. The 49ers were loyal. The 49ers stayed. The 49ers gave Jason Verrett the opportunity to ball out. Now, it did take some injuries when Richard Sherman went down after week two, uh, as most of our team did. It was Verrett time. Then, um, injuries amassed everywhere with Emmanuel Mosley to Akella Witherspoon. We were down to, I don't even want to say his name. It got really, really bad. Jason Verrett, however, has been consistently great. 27 tackles, one interception, four passes defense, one tackle for loss. But if you look at the metrics with yards allowed per target and all of those things, he is in the top five of every single statistical category. Pro Football Focus has Jason Verrett as the number six overall cornerback in the NFL. He is going to be a mainstay for the 49ers franchise moving forward. Whether the 49ers sign Richard Sherman or not long-term, I don't think that they will. Jason Verrett will return. Akella Witherspoon is already done. He's been a healthy scratch back-to-back -back weeks. Manuel Mosley has been great, and I think that probably likely, if I was a betting man, which I am, I think the two starting corners are going to be Emmanuel Mosley and Jason Verrett for the 2021 year. But regardless, the pecking order is not set completely. 
because what we do know is the top two corners are Richard Sherman currently and Jason Verrett. We'll have to see who's going to be the boundary corner there um, and who's going to be the field corner. We'll have to see. They might just stick them on a side and leave them. But Jason Verrett has been incredible. And again, you had to wait two years to get this prize. Um, but anyway, let's jump to Jason Verrett and his interception against the Rams, who we have again this week. Hopefully we see another one. Let's watch Jason Verrett down here, bottom left. Playing the flat, comes off, gets the interception. Wow. I mean, plays of the game. They happen in a series of events. Drake Greenlaw denies them at the one. Dropped pass, Mosley helps force a dropped pass. And then Jason Verrett's not even targeted to his guy. He comes off his route. He is. He has the underneath route, reads the quarterback, comes off and helps out, gets the INT. Game changer. We won this game by eight. Now, not only does this offense not start on the two-yard line, we're going to start on the 20 because of this play. Gosh, incredible. It's the little things. Bend but don't break. Ooh, he just went up and took it from him. Probably wasn't going to be a touchdown. I don't think you know he's going to catch that ball number 11. You go get it. Get both feet in. Boom, boom. Look at that. Ooh, so good. That's the play of the game right there. Man, you love to see it. Uh, so happy just for a guy to battle all of those things and to come back. And the number two on our list, you could say the same things. Trent Williams, hashtag silverback, baby. Already, the goal was to have a top five offensive tackle eventually with Trent Williams. We got the one-year deal. The 49ers sweetened the pot a little bit, moved almost all those things to guarantees to get up somebody who hasn't been paid two years. The 49ers, Kyle Shanahan, you remember, he drafted him number four overall back when he was with Washington. The relationship was built then, despite the tumultuous team chemistry and ownership and front office and running Kyle Shanahan and his father out of Washington, the relationship persisted. And eventually that paid dividends whenever you were able to get Trent Williams for a fifth and a future third round pick. Well, guess what? Trent Williams' current rating is a 90.2 PFF rating, which is tied for number one in the NFL. And it passes the eye test as well. Trent Williams has been the mainstay. And look no further than the one game, which we mentioned earlier, Trent Williams didn't play in because of a false COVID positive. We completely, uh, the offense was trash. Uh, the left tackle couldn't do anything. Trent Williams is going to be a 49er for a long time. I expect the three to four year deal moving forward. It's going to be crazy backloaded because of the 2019 um you know, year, or sorry, the 2021 year is just so short with the $175 million cap, but it's going to cost. Trent Williams has played at an elite level. Worst case scenario, let's say hypothetically, the 49ers do not sign Trent Williams. It would be catastrophe. It would be awful. But if that did happen, the 49ers will get a maximum compensation pick in the form of third rounder whenever we get him. I think worst case, you franchise him. I don't, I don't see Trent Williams leaving. But you will, worst case, get a third-round comp pick because he's going to get a massive contract and his playing time is going to be through the roof. But Trent Williams has been incredible. Um, you know, 
again, the 49ers have two of the top three players available for comeback player of the year. It's Jason Verrett, Trent Williams, and Alex Smith, who has 49ers ties as well. But Trent Williams is going to be the left tackle of the 49ers for at least three more years. Uh, I don't see any way they allow him to leave. Because if you do let him leave, what do you do at left tackle? Uh, Justin School, I don't think, is the final answer that you want. He's a great swing tackle. I like Justin School, but not as my starting left tackle. Right tackle, maybe. Now you're talking about spending a first-round pick uh, on a left tackle. That doesn't improve your team. You got to bring this guy back or trade him for a King's Ransom and get first round picks back for him. But again, he's a little older, so I doubt that's going to happen. But uh, this play that I'm going to show you from Trent, this was from last week. (laughs) One of the worst games to watch ever versus the Saints offensively. But watch how incredible and how graceful and athletic this guy is moving in the run game. Uh, So this is Trent Williams, and I think only probably three to four tackles can make this play in the NFL. Here we go. Turnovers matter. Nice little crease there. You like to see that. Let's watch Brunskill. All right, good. Got to his point and got in with the backer as well. Watch Brunskill push the defensive line. You got to combo block him in Compton. You push the defensive tackle into the nickelback, I think that is. Very nice. Lake, an amazing block. Oh, Trent Williams. Watch this scoop. Watch this scoop. Woo! That'll make an O-line coach happy right there. That is incredible. That's athleticism. That's not easy to do. Wow. And then stop his entire momentum. Man, that's good. Chewie. Like to see it. Second and five. It gets you pumped up, man. Whenever you see plays like that, it, that's one of my favorite things about like the Patreon and going back through the film is because the old line doesn't get there's what what do you do for stats, right? You talk about pressures, you talk about all those things, but whatever. It's the eye test. You watch these five guys on a given play, and you can see the positive or negative impact that they have. Again, they play every play; they play seventy plays a game. And whenever you see just the positives just keep adding up, that's a five-yard gain. Whoop-de-doo, right? But the five-yard gain happened. There's a big difference between second and five and second and 11. The 49ers getting a hole on offense with all these backups. It's going to be a problem. Trent Williams has been the one consistent performer on our offensive line all year. Lakin Tomlinson probably be number two. Then you're talking, man, Mike McGlinchey, number three. Uh, Brunskill, four. And then it's been a revolving door at center or right guard. But Trent Williams has been able to bolster that offensive line. Um, Number one, the number one player, and I don't think anybody would disagree with this. Perhaps you would. And if you do, let me know. If you think I'm missing somebody out of the top five, please do not hesitate. None other than Fred Warner himself, linebacker one. He has continued to ascend his game. And this is saying after probably his two worst performances in 2020, not bad, just not great. Uh, He's played above average the last two weeks, but whenever you put in the first eight weeks of the film, the dude jumps off so consistently. 79 tackles, four tackles for loss, two interceptions, three passes defense. And one of the things that makes Fred so unique is try to figure out what he's best at. You can't do it. You can oversimplify it and just do run game versus pass game. Can't do it. You can do pass coverage versus pass rush. Great at both. You can do run at the point of attack or pursuing. 
amazing at both. You do the screen game. Guess what? He's great at that too. He does everything well, and then you have to keep in mind as well, he is the captain of the defense, and he calls the play. He gets everybody set up, and whenever you have all the entries that you have had for the 49ers in the 2020 year, it just makes Fred Warner all that more impressive. Fred Warner received the second most all-pro votes last year at the linebacker position. That will change this year. Fred Warner is finally starting to get the recognition from the elite peers of the Aaron Rodgers, right, um, who came out and said, did you know that you can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks? You can turn $10 into 1000 with basketball, hockey, college basketball entries today on prize picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. And here's what's great. It, it, you can get action on sports on more than 30 different states across the country, including California, Texas, and Georgia. On top of that, you got playoff basketball actions on the horizon, and this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason actions. Some of these player props. Nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds. Anthony Davis more than two blocks. Lillard, four three-pointers made. You get to pick exactly how you want to use your bets. So download the app today. Use code 49ers49ERS for a deposit match up to 100 Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit matchup up to $100 over on prize picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. He is by far the best linebacker in the league currently. Once you start getting up on that level, and the way that you have to do that is, look at the Forrest Buckner plan. DeForest Buckner was not receiving any media attention for the first three years of his contract really wasn't. It wasn't until that fourth year that things kind of exploded, and then everybody started talking about him. He didn't even make the Pro Bowl his third year, even though he's playing at an all-pro level. Just people don't notice. Again, back to the idea of offense and defensive line. It's stats only, and the common fan does not watch the line play. They watch where the ball is, the quarterback, the running back, wide receivers, that's it. It's only the people that jump in and watch film. Now, we all know how great DeForest Buckner was, and that's what it is. Now you look at Fred Warner, it's just these slow steps up from a third-round pick to a premier linebacker in the NFL. Fred Warner is the best. There's not one linebacker you would prefer to take over him. Uh, there are players that are on his level, right? You could talk about Darius Leonard. You could talk about Levante David. You could talk about Demario Davis. That's great. There's lots of players that are great at the linebacker position, but you're not taking any of them over Fred Warner. You can mention them in the same kind of realm, 
But what Fred Warner has done is second to none. This is probably one of my favorite linebacker plays to break down. Here we go. This is Fred uh, linebacker playing Fred Warner playing inside out in the run game. Incredible play here. Golly, that's just really good defense. Watch Fred Warner. I feel like I, I say that too often. I need like a button I hit. Watch Fred Warner. 5-4. Responsible for the A-gap. Gosh. Oh, my freaking Lord. This needs to be played on the combine film on how to be a Mike linebacker. Now, notice this. This is what makes it so great. Never does he overrun it. You see how he's directly stacked on top. This is the perfect angle. As a Mike linebacker, what you can't do, if he gets over, then he can cut back. And that's what he's going to try to do. You mirror, you shift, and you scrape. You can see the trajectory line that is forming for, the, for Fred to go get the ball. Now, if he gets ahead of him, which he's slightly ahead of him here, he can cut back. Well, where's our backside linebacker? Uh, let's see what happens with Quan. He's responsible for cutback. Quan is nowhere to be found. There he is. There he is. He's up there. He's a little late. This is linebacker 101. Holy cow. This is incredible. It's perfect. Oh, you want to cut back at the end? I didn't over-pursue. I'll just wrap you up. Nice job outside on the edge, too, by Verrett. Wow. Oh, it, it gets me pumped up. <laughs> I got pumped up in the video, but <laughs> watching it, it's just like, ah! Like, <laughs> you, you see these plays, these like warrior-like mentality plays from alpha, you know, kind of um, athletes. Ah, it just, it gets you going. It, it really, really does. It, whenever you have this chief core piece, which is so important for the 49ers, remember the amount of capital both draft and financial that they have invested in this linebacker position, not only in Fred, you're talking about trading up, trading up into the first round for Reuben Foster in the very first draft. Linebacker was a need. You talk about overspending for Quan. Linebacker was a need. Then you get Fred in the third round. Well, he outplays Quan, obviously Reuben. You move on from both of those bad deals. You replace that with Quan. Uh, sorry, you replace Quan and... Um, I'm, I'm tired of saying this. I don't want to say his name anymore. I don't like that guy. Anyway, uh, your linebackers now, not Quan. I like Quan. I was talking about the other guy. I don't want anybody to think no ill will towards Quan whatsoever. He's a great human being. I, I hate that I associate him with that other guy I kept saying. But the idea is this. You have Fred Warner now, and now you have Drake Greenlaw. You have a third rounder and a fifth rounder. You, you invested top-tier money and draft capital in these other guys. But guess what? It's these other ones that panned out. And the linebacker situation for the 49ers moving forward Oh, it's elite. It's not great. It's not good. It's not above average. It's elite. Elite young talent at the linebacker position. I'm excited moving forward for the 49ers defense. Really am. Um, so that's our top five. Now, before we jump into some playoff scenarios slash draft talk and questions, we do have to take a minute just to thank our sponsor, my bookie. Here we go. Unless you've been living under a rock, you know the NFL and the NBA, they're back. They're in full swing, which can only mean one thing. It's a winning season at my bookie. I don't know about you guys, but for me, a game is 10 times more exciting whenever I'm putting my money on it. And if you've been betting with us, we've been doing very, very well so far this year. So stick with us. Bet on it. Use all the knowledge that we have. And let's be successful. And here's the deal. Right now... They have $100,000, you heard me, $100,000 super contest for only $10 entry. 10 bucks. 
You can win all that money. They're giving away $5,000 in cash prizes every four weeks. You would be crazy not to jump in there with all your knowledge. $10 to win thousands, sign me up. You too can make up and sign up at my bookie. And here's the deal. Use promo code 49ers49ERS 49 to claim your 100% deposit match all the way up to 1000 bucks. That means you put in $100, they're going to give you $100. Rollovers will be included in that. And if you have questions, please call their customer service. They'll help you with that. But the NFL, NBA, MLB, they've got it all on tap. It's never too late to get started. And if you've wanted to jump in with us, now's the best time. Head to mybookie.ag, promo code 49ers, and they're going to double your initial deposit. Thanks for the support, my bookie. All right, let's jump to where the 49ers currently sit um, on both because the 49ers are in no man's land. It's a place you don't want to be. Are we, you know, crashing for the playoffs or are we focusing on draft? And obviously, if you're part of the team, you're going for the playoffs. And they're not far out. They're currently two games out of the seven seed uh, in the NFC West. And so if we just look at where they are, the 49ers currently sit at four and six, which is that we're the 11th team. But we're tied with two teams above us, the Detroit Lions and the Minnesota Vikings. Once you get past that, you have the Bears at five and five. They've lost four straight. 49ers have lost three straight. Uh, I have to mention that. Number seven, the Cardinals, six and four, who we get to play again. And number six, the Rams, who we have beaten, and we get to play again. Now, keep in mind, seven teams make it to the playoffs this year, possibly eight, if we go to that COVID contingency plan. It's not out of the question for the 49ers to make the playoffs. Now, there are playoff indicators out there, percentages anywhere between 5 and 10% for the 49ers to make the playoffs. Now, all these COVID numbers definitely make things worse. But whenever you look at the 49ers' schedule moving forward in six games, you can see some wins for sure. The 49ers are not going to lose out. That is not happening. I don't care how many injuries are out there. We play at the Rams. Then we have a Monday night football matchup where Buffalo travels across country to play us. Then we stay home, play the Washington football team. Very winnable game. Then at Dallas, winnable game. We finish up with back-to-back conference games or division games at Arizona, then Seattle at, at our house. There's games to win there. You know, if I had to put my money on it, I think the 49ers probably come out with two or three wins. Is that enough to get to that seventh or eighth spot? I don't think so. If you want to win and get a spot in the playoffs, which I think should be the 49ers goal, you are going to have to have some magic happen and catch on. You're going to have to get some of these players back from um, injuries slash COVID to have a chance. This game this week is probably one of the most important because it's one of those middle of the road games. I think that you are going to be favored against Washington. I think you're going to be favored against Dallas. You look at games you won't be favored in. You will not be favored against Buffalo. You will not be favored against Seattle. So you have these two games that are relatively in the middle. The Los Angeles Rams and the Arizona Cardinals. Both divisional matchups. Both winnable games. We have already defeated the Rams. We lost week one to the Cardinals by four points. If you can still... Two of those games, win the winnable games and get four wins, you're talking about an 8-8 eight and eight team. I think an 8-8 eight and eight team this year makes it to the playoffs as the 7th seed. Um, I think that is the path to victory or the path to the playoffs for the 49ers. Not going to be easy. Going 4-2 and two down the stretch, not easy with that. how many injuries you've had. Can you do it? Hell yeah, you can. Yes, you can. 
You're getting a lot of players back, and we're going to detail that once we get our practice reports later on in the week, probably be getting those Wednesday, um, who all were back. But right now, it's all kind of conjecture, so I don't want to jump too much into that now. We'll spend time later on. Now let's go to draft talk. The draft is interesting. We had a bye week, and we lost draft spaces. We were 12th. Now we're 14th in the draft currently. Now, obviously, things changed. Five teams are tied with that four and six record whenever you're looking at draft order because, again, it's not divided up into AFC or NFC. So teams that are four and six, you have the Denver Broncos, 49ers, Minnesota, New England, and Detroit. The tiebreaker for NFL draft order is strength of schedule. The lowest strength of schedule picks first. So whenever you look at the 49ers, who have a 5.22 strength of schedule, meaning if you line up every single opponent that we have played's records, they are above 500. That is going to cost us. Because we play in the NFC uh, West, those teams all have great records. That's going to push us up. For draft order, it's opposite. You want a worst strength of schedule, that gets you a higher pick. That's why Detroit picks 11 and the Denver Broncos pick 15th. Now, we don't know what's going to happen, but this is where everything is. We're in no man's land. We're going to get clarification. And obviously, I'm one of the people I do not believe in tanking at all. I, I, it's not in my nature. Never will be. I want to win every damn game. I want to blow every single team out. If we have a chance to play uh, you know, Seattle, the very last week of the season. Um, and if we win, it doesn't help our playoff chances at all, and it hurts our draft status, guess what? I want to beat Seattle. I don't care. I don't believe in tanking. It's just not who I am. I get those questions all the time. Should we tank so that we can get? No. Hell no. That mentality is cancer for a football team. It is. It brings it down. Because those players don't know if they're going to be back next year and they're playing for contracts and their livelihood and all those things. Whenever you tell a player, try not to win, everything changes. So I hope we make the playoffs. Um, I hope we fight for it. I want these games to mean something. I know you guys do too. Uh, yeah, draft picks are huge. I get it. We've had the second pick in the NFL draft with the greatest quarterback class of the past 30 years. And guess what? We got Solomon freaking Thomas out of that. <laughs> um, so just because you, oh that hurts I wish I would have phrased it that way that hurt my soul <laughs> that was uh, yuck anyway go win go win fight get it all on the line we've got more stuff coming this week that's going to do it for us today um, hopefully everybody's preparing for a very safe holiday uh, Thanksgiving celebration you guys are incredible we'll have more stuff for you later in this week and as always stay strong faithful When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.